What's up guys, this is Matt Burdick with WDBM East Lansing, and it is a very strange time for the music industry right now. So I have Future Misters, a band from Grand Rapids, here to talk a little bit about their experiences. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Trevor, I play guitar and sing. I'm Nick, I'm bass. I'm Lewis, so I play guitar. Luke, I uh, hit the drums. Sweet. So we'll start out with just the basic question. I know the band hasn't been around for like a super long time. How did you guys kind of just get started and gain momentum so fast in the Grand Rapids scene? Well, we started back in 2017 with our original lineup, which was uh, Berto, Alberto Gomez, and Mason Van Dyke, and Ian Flute. And then both of them left, and Nick joined us in January of 2018. I think uh, last year, 2019, and then Lewis just joined last August. So yeah, here we are now. Sweet. And then this is kind of a cliche question, but I'm always interested to hear the answers anyway. What would you guys name as like some of your biggest musical ins- inspirations, influences? Um, I don't know. It's, it's pretty all across the board for us individually. I mean, for me, like I listen to a lot of like alternative rock, garage rock sort of stuff, like uh, namely the Strokes and Arctic Monkeys, obviously, but lately I've been getting into some surf curse and bass drum of death. Big fan of the Beach Boys, Roy Orbison, a lot of the movies. <laughs> Just a lot of, uh, I listen to a lot of hip-hop or like modern like metal music kind of in between. Listen to some older music here and there, but I just, I'll play pretty much anything. I listen to a mixture of pretty much everything, but lately it's been more of the uh, the punkier scene and a lot of stuff, a lot of the English rock coming out of the UK right now I've been big into, so particularly the idols. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the new song, uh, Mr. Motivator, right? Mr. Motivator, yes. I love it. <laughs> it's cool. I'm a big idols fan too. So also... I know a handful of you guys are in another band called the Tube Socks, yeah? Being flute here, yeah. Yeah, is there any, like, kind of crossover in inspiration? Do you think you guys kind of take things away from both bands when you're jamming or writing? I mean, it's definitely easier because we already kind of have that, um, like, musical language with each other, I guess. It's a little different for flute because he's playing a whole different instrument. For me, though, um, I mean, I talk to Trevor about that all the time, how kind of our influences of each other and just kind of me and Trevor's musical language will kind of rub off on each other, too. So, so like, they, they had, I feel like, kind of more like like a Strokes feel to it when I first joined up, and we were still kind of just like that gritty two-piece blues for the most part in both bands. I feel like I've kind of fed off that a little bit, maybe. but Yeah, you could definitely hear, like, the future Mr. Sound change after Lewis joined too, just because he kind of added like a little bit of a kind of a blues rock kind of vibe to it. Um, so that was kind of fun writing stuff. All right. Well, here comes the quarantine questions. <laughs> so do you guys remember what the last show you played was before the pandemic kind of hit and live music stopped really being a thing? I'm pretty sure it was, uh, I mean, we technically... It might have been Pyramid Scheme, or uh, I think it... I, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was Mulligans, because we played there a lot, especially, like, 
in uh, January and February. And I think our last one was like at the end of February at Mulligan's. But yeah, from what I remember, we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a show scheduled for Space Church, and I know we kind of just turned it into like an Instagram live thing with Future Misters and Tube Socks. Couldn't have anybody over. Mm-hmm. Probably was Mulligan's right before that. <laughs> and for those that who don't know, uh, Space Church is our house. We throw shows here too. So. Oh, that's actually a great transition to my next question. Yeah, I was going to ask, you guys just started uh, operating as a house show venue, like, what was it? Uh, was it last summer or last winter? Yeah, I think last August or yeah. September. Yeah. Okay. So how did you guys decide to start doing that, I guess? What was the the moment you knew, like, yeah, we should definitely start doing house shows? I, as soon as we found this house, honestly, we <laughs> went into the basement and saw, like, oh, cool, we got to we got a nice basement we can fit a bunch of people in unsafely and uh, play some loud music. Perfect. <laughs> and it's one of those things, I mean, I've always wanted to have a house venue since I knew that was something you could do. So it's just, I'm glad we've had people continue coming through. I'm glad we've gotten a bigger crowd. It sucks we haven't been able to do it the past few months. It's a great way to meet new bands as well. Oh, 100%. For sure. Really just like creates that community. Exactly. Yeah. Is that something you guys, like, thought about when you were looking for houses? Like, is that one of the first things you think? Like, oh, I wonder if this basement could have house shows. That's 100% one of those things I think of. <laughs> Every time I'm like, what's this basement like? <laughs> I, I ignore all the bedrooms. I'm like, what? Come on, what's the basement looking like here? <laughs> you ever, like, played a, like, house show in a spot where you're like, that maybe should not be having bands play in this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just on top of, of each other. <laughs> I mean, our, first, our yeah. first future Mr. Show was in a kitchen in Copper Beach Apartments. <laughs> <laughs> it was just our friends. It was like our very first show ever, and it was on Halloween, but we played in this, like, tiny kitchen and uh, one of the off-campus apartments, and Fluke was, like, back up, like, to the – basement stairs and he was literally like like almost falling down (laughs) no room yeah Yeah. i was at a show in a grand valley apartment complex or something it was just this like small apartment that the music was so loud it's a miracle that the cops didn't shut it down or anything but (laughs) those those can sometimes be the best kind of shows the one where you're like this shouldn't be possible (laughs) but how do you think uh like the house show scene is kind of going to work moving forward now. Do you think it's going to be like the first thing to bounce back from the pandemic? Yeah, because I think like those are the easiest to set up. And it's really like when you book at a bigger venue, you need to know ahead of time, like pretty well ahead of time. You don't have as much red tape to go through. Right. (laughs) So I think when people start to come around back to like doing shows, like we've talked about that too, about when we're going to do the next one here. And I think uh, we might just kind of do it as more of an intimate gathering and kind of just go from there and just kind of feel it out, play it by ear. Do you think there's going to have to be like like shows in the future? Do you think they're going to come back with a lot of safety precautions maybe? Like, I don't know, I can imagine. Like, I think I saw an article that they said moshing and like crowd surfing might be banned at bar venues and stuff for a little while. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, that won't stop them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's going to take a while before it goes back to the normal atmosphere. That's for sure. And what about you guys specifically? Do you think your live show is going to be any different 
as a result of like taking so much time off of playing music? I don't think so. I think we've been playing more probably. <laughs> it, it's going to be weird to play in front of people again, but I think it's going to be more, I'm just going to feed off that energy because we, we've done a couple live, like uh, live streams and it, it's really hard to keep, to like play a song and then there's just freaking dead silence. Right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I hope people like that. Right. But then, uh, <laughs> when you get that actual crowd there, you feed off that energy. So I'm, I'm more just looking forward to that, knowing that like we've all been practicing a lot more throughout all this. We're, we're used to dead silence when we play live anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, you guys had a single that you dropped a couple months ago. Uh, Tension came out like right, right before all the stay at home orders and right before everything kind of, hit the fan. So what was the writing and recording process of that? Did you know that the release would be impacted in this way? Um, not really. I mean, for the song itself, like we worked on that. Fluke and I actually like started that a long time ago, right when we started and it kind of just developed over time. But like with everything else that's happened during the lockdown, we didn't really anticipate what was going on. We were I think we were just planning on releasing it and then we were scheduling a tour for uh when we're gonna do that like april or may so to kind of support the release but yeah i guess that'll just have to wait before we're just playing everything by ear like everyone else is so yeah that always sucks with like bands having to plan out months in advance like that only to have everything be up in the air suddenly with the, i mean like the silver lining with that is uh we're just writing and recording more to release and support through live shows. So there's really not much else to do. We've been recording in our basement too lately. So what's the tension? You guys record that in your home setup too? No, we actually did that at a studio in town called River City Studios back in December, January-ish. So, but I think from now on, we're just going to record on our own. So like you said, with writing and recording, is that kind of what you're doing now to I guess, fill the hole that's left by no live music. Basically, yeah. Yes. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. else to do but write in practice. Yeah. Do you think, like, your writing is influenced by the, the pandemic, like, the emotions of everything? Are you kind of using music to, like, get out those feelings or just to have something to do? I definitely am. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder to write about the things that you want to write about because you, you just don't have the experience of going out in public and like observing like you know right. just what you normally go through like you're just kind of stuck at home and it's like it's good to be at home and kind of reflect on something you want to write about but at the same time you just like pigeonhole yourself because we're all in the same situation so there's no way to say something that's different from another band like there's all the messages are the same yeah it's like you uh you finally have the time and motivation to write, but now you have like, don't know what to write about. So you guys, um, do you all live in the same house or is it most of you? All of them except me. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that like living together kind of affects your musical chemistry or like your, your songwriting? Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I mean, since, we're always there and we always have the option to go uh, ash something out in the basement. You know, if one of us has an idea, like everyone's right there, you know, like right. 
just makes it uh, improves that chemistry, like Lewis was talking exactly about. Exactly the the musical language, I guess, that we have with each other. It becomes a lot more unconscious the more time we spend with each other. We kind of learn all the unconscious cues of what everybody does. And it just makes writing a lot easier and orchestrating songs a lot easier. Yeah. So do you think having to like be together more than usual right now because of world events, do you think that's brought you guys closer? Or do you think that's made you guys like more tense? We have our days where we got to go take a lap or two, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Does, like, personal roommate drama ever, like, interfere with, like, band stuff? Or do you tend to keep that kind of separate? Nah, there's, there's not really a lot of drama, just a no. lot of uh, buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of jokes, a lot of ridicule. <laughs> just boredom. We're all slap happy. <laughs> so, other than music, is there anything else you guys are doing to blow off steam, fight the boredom right now? Pretty much it for me, writing and recording. Uh... Just film stuff. Yeah. Gaming, doing some photography, video work. I've been playing some farming simulator. <laughs> <laughs> what, like Facebook Farmville? No, dude. No, it's so much. <laughs> I'm not going to get like into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can I'm kill a lot of time tell, on that tell game. Tell crops. <laughs> oh, dude, the crops. No, it's, a, it's like, it's like, it's like Farmville, but it's like, so like it's obnoxious because it's so realistic to the point where everything would take just as long as it would to do in real life so it's like it's the, it's the major leaps. Yeah, it's obnoxious but it's like at that point just like start a garden right i was like i should just go out and just do this right now like why am i even wasting my time yeah it's just as long i've just been like running and hiking a lot other than that i really just drum or sleep <laughs> he doesn't sleep. He's a simple man. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Any big like TV shows or something you guys are binging with all your new time? Life below zero. I uh, I went back and rewatched Breaking Bad while uh, season five of like Better Call Saul was coming out. So I was like watching them both at the same time, kind of living in that world for a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. Did you finish? Uh, did you get caught up on the latest Better Call Saul? Yeah. Yeah, it's movie. really good. I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just I just finished that a few weeks ago. That was it's that so was good. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners don't care about that, but I. Do. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys have any? I mean, this is a tough question, I know, but like tentative plans for the future going forward, or at least something that you're trying to look forward to. <laughs> that was way more depressing than I intended it. <laughs> We're working on the van. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been writing a lot. Yeah, I think uh, our plan is we want to record like a full album. I don't know how many songs exactly, but it'd be nice to get that done. 24. Put it out there. Twenty-four. It's gonna be like stadium art. <laughs> Two discs. Put an album out there and then uh, just tour to support it, but. Um, I think that is a as nearsighted as it gets for the next like year and a half or so. And I know you guys originally had been like releasing a bunch of EPs, and then just in the last year or so, you kind of narrowed it down to just like dropping singles every once yeah. in a while. 
what was the intention behind that formula? Um, I mean, it, there really was no intention on like whether it's a single or an EP. It was kind of like if we have the songs done, then just record it and put it out there so you know everyone can listen to it. But right. um, I think the approach now is just to make sure everything's done, record it, and then just lay it all out there. Are there other plans that you'd like the the previous singles on whatever album or project comes next or were those just meant to be like one-off things um when the time comes to kind of organize it we might redo some stuff but i don't know we'll see no like tentative plans for shows right now no trying to like reschedule the tour i guess that wouldn't really be possible yeah we're i think twisted turtle is our next like scheduled show i think like in front of no i think they pushed it to like august i think is like our next like actual approved show that we're playing in front of people so yeah it's a festival in right outside of chicago sometime in august is when they rescheduled it so we're doing that and then uh we're planning a like east coast midwest tour for september so yeah tentative but we'll see sweet well uh that's about all I got for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, talking about oh, music. Matt, I just wanted to say I like your Atlanta poster. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Yesterday, I accidentally made a big rip in it, so I glued it back on and then <laughs> oh, nice. colored in the spaces with a crayon so that no one <laughs> <laughs> Well, you fooled Nick. <laughs> yeah.